did this ourselves. They're coming. It can't be. Where is everyone? All right, guys, makeshift here, and we are back for part two of Mojave Muse's Guide to Survival. Um, it we went a little long last episode, but I there's so much to go over. <laughs> You're, you're good. No, this is good. This is good information. And here's the thing. I know there's a lot of Wastelanders out there that are literally right now stitching together their costume or rubbing it with one of Carl Bartoszynski's, um, uh, what is it? The, yeah, the Fuller's. No, he sells the, um, the, the drill bit things. Oh, yes, have, yes. The Zerfetzers. Right? Yeah. What do you call it? Zerfetzer. Zerfetzer. Yeah, that's a word. <laughs> It's some letters, but together. it's basically like a bunch of hole saws that are still kept together, uh, and it helps you to um, distress anything really quickly. Uh, Shredding but you do isn't just for guitars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we are back. We have a lot more to talk about, um, and there's there's some more very important information you're going to need for Wasteland. So uh, thank you guys for paying attention, and I hope that uh, we're going to make your Wasteland experience as seamless or as seemed as distressing as possible no as not distressing as <laughs> you see what i'm doing here i'm trying yeah, to... i feel like i know what you're doing and i'm, I'm, I'm here for you're, the ride, you're reaching but... you're reaching yeah, for it it's I'm... just right out of your reach yeah that's this is why i should do more writing before i do some of these episodes <laughs> <laughs> anyway we kind of left off with food and what we didn't get to last time was cooking which yes. is actually really important because um like i said the dukes we kind of cook on over an open fire a lot mm-hmm. um but there's also like you can bring a whole grill and just hide it behind your camp. Yeah. Or if you're in tent city, don't even worry about hiding it. Um, but there's there's quite a few ways to cook things. And um, I, Muse, I think you've got a few. There are. Um, most people are going to be coming with like a, a Coleman stove, you know, the camping essential. Just keep in mind that that thing is not going to push out the same amount of energy as your home stove does. So Especially if water. it's windy and all that heat's oh, getting yes. sucked away. So boiling water might take longer than you expect or getting your bacon to the crispy level that you enjoy is, is just going to just take more time and it time is going to take us time. Yeah. Especially if you're, if you're trying to cook for like 12 people and yeah. you're used to cooking for two people at home, yeah. um, everything is going to take a long time. Yeah. Recruit um, help every yeah. time. Yeah. Recruit yeah, help. Actually, absolutely. If you can get like important- four people cooking on Coleman stoves at the same time and, and delegate like, who's doing what and think yeah. goes much faster. Absolutely. Thank restaurant, not home cooking. Definitely. <laughs> and if you're going to try to do like open fire, uh, practice ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> Cause fire open spinning. fire cooking is so hard and there's some wonderful, like, uh, um, uh, I just actually got to hang out with some friends down in Rio Doso, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, their mom does a like cowboy cookout often, mm. which is open fire cooking, but it takes so much attention. And it, of course, like something that takes 10 minutes on a stove is going to take an hour, hour. Yes. on a fire. Um, so you might want to consider like getting like cooking thermometers. If you're cooking meat, especially mm-hmm. to make sure you're hitting the right temperatures um, and yes. uh, you know, practice and watch some YouTube videos on it. Yes. Meat safety. Um but there's other things you can do too. Like there's now these propane flat top griddles that work excellently out there, especially if you get the wind guards that go with them. That's have, what we have. And yeah, they have 24 yeah. inches or I bring a 36 inch one because I cook for a lot of people and being able to just machine gun out eggs is wonderful. Yeah. hundred percent going to suggest if you are cooking out there for the first time to go that route yeah. and avoid 
open fire cooking because coming at this from two perspectives from living history and then this yes. open fire cooking sucks yeah and then everything won't take as much time uh keep in mind with your propane um two is one um make sure you have double of your oh yeah your, redundancies your redundancies because mm-hmm. like oh yeah i filled up that bottle before i left why is it so light because <laughs> things exactly. shuffle they move in the car uh-huh. you know things happen. So try to account yeah. for Murphy <laughs> every time, but, but propane cooking, propane cooking, I think really is going to be yeah. ideal because then you have to worry a hundred percent less about, you know, sparks, spark fire, arresters, fire, fire problems. Wildfires. Yeah. Um, speaking of fires though, have a camp extinguisher, even if you're doing propane only shit happens, account for shit happening, please. Yeah. And make sure that if it, you have a generator or something like that, you don't put the fire extinguisher on top of the generator. Like, it needs to be nearby, but nearby, not but where not on the fire of. would be. <laughs> 10 feet is a good rule yeah. of space. Yeah. And actually, that has been a rule over the last few years. If yes. you have an open fire or generator, you have, have to, to have a freestanding, accessible fire extinguisher in your camp. Yes, Absolutely. You should just have one anyway, though, yeah. because even yeah. if it's not your camp, a neighbor can have something can happen with a neighbor. Right. Um, um, if they're not there, yes. you know, I, you can I, swoop I would, in and save the day. I would even yeah. add on to that if you drive a, a nice old shitbox, it's your wasteland rig, <laughs> something from the 70s or the 80s, uh, that yes. might have, you know, a slight fuel leak, something like that. As a shitbox connoisseur, been there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Having yeah. an ABC fire extinguisher in that rig, as well as one in your car, is excellent advice. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, also on that same note, uh, if you do have some kind of open flame cooking or, yeah, and or propane cooking a grill or a generator, uh, keep all your fuels. I think it's about 20 feet away. I think it's 20 feet. I'd have to relook on the website, which you all should read the website. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because you don't want to keep your fuel near any sorts of sparks or fire that the wind could. Yeah. uh, Because if there's any rule changes, they're going to put that on the website. Definitely. And then it'll go elsewhere from there. Yeah, it is California. Let's not play with open fire. Fire season is every season. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and um, you know we've had a we've had a handful of small uh, fire emergencies we've at Wasteland, but for the most season, part, uh-ohs. yes. For the most part, it's been really good. And actually, uh, a couple of years ago, there was one where someone had uh, either a magnifying glass or like binoculars or something in their right. tent, which caught the sun. And lit their tent oh, on, fire. on fire. Yes. It so did. be mindful of any crystals, uh, magnifying glasses, or basically any glass. Yes. Drying uh, orbs, yep. anything like that, cover both for metaphysical things and because the sun wants to kill you. Again, science. <laughs> I it's I've seen too much of that. Yes. Happening yes. with so. um, we've got some things like that as well. Yeah. Um, we almost set something on fire last year because of the right. same thing. From like sun catchers, I don't know. I even... think it was somebody put their glasses down. Yeah. Cause as, as a glasses wearer also definitely keep those in there. Yeah. But like also just bring a glasses case just to keep the, the dust and stuff off of them when they're off yeah. your face is a good idea. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, bring, uh, along that same mark uh, as someone who brings lots of expensive lenses to wasteland, mm-hmm. uh, a, a can of like c- computer canned air can go a long way because <laughs> you don't want to wipe your glasses with a cloth first. You need to air them yes. first 
and then like brush them lightly and then wipe them down. <laughs> or you're just going to embed scratches in your very expensive pieces of glass. Exactly. Yeah, so you don't want that. Yeah. yeah. No, I did that to the loop not. on my camera a couple years ago. Um, I just tried to wipe it out real quick. And um, it's, uh, I think it sells for uh, $400. That oh, yeah. became no. garbage like instantly. Oh yeah. no! That's, yeah, so canned air goes a long lesson. way. It sure was. Yeah. Yep, and uh, it's a lesson I will not make twice. Yeah. That's so speaking learn. of things becoming garbage, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Let's talk about trash. Things do get trashy in the wastes. Uh, try not to let it spread in the waste, though. Please keep your shit contained. Um, if you bring it onto the site, please take it with you. That includes zip tie in cigarette butts. Uh, barbed, you know, fake barbed wire pieces, um, bailing wire that you might be using, which please don't. It it ends up buried in the dirt. You never find it again. Yeah. And someone finds it later in a Naps, bad way. Screws, tacks, tape. Screws, tacks, tape. Um, yeah. All of it. Bottle caps. Bottle and caps. If you have like a table where you put your tchotchkes on, yeah. just make sure that things are staying on there. Bring a magnet yeah. rake. Uh, they're like $15, yeah. $20, and they make a ton of difference when you're cleaning yep. up. Um, Wasteland in the past few years has offered a trash uh, drop-off place, but keep in mind you're going to be paid for it, and it's like $5 a bag. Uh, yeah, $5 It is a worth bag. every Absolutely. penny. <laughs> I but was so excited. I highly suggest you do not send your shortest people on trash duty (laughs) as a vertically challenged human being. I have had to (laughs) do some interesting shot putting to get my garbage up into the dumpster when they had the doors closed. Like heavy crap. I missed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And most bags can only, can only last, can only handle so many throws (laughs) before they just uh, pop. Have your tallest bastards on trash duty, please. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's and, also on the website rules about what is in there and like yes, if you're double bagging it and mm-hmm. things like that. They really yeah. they want you to double bag it. But if you're also doing trash things. collection, um and if you're drinkers, you know, let's be honest, people drink a wasteland. So having recycling collection is great because then you can make some of your money back after the event. Right. Yep. Definitely and separate separate out your glass and your aluminum. Um if you are bringing three bleh, if you are bringing glass, please don't shatter it because I'm going to yell at you and make you pick up all of your little pieces of glass that you've left behind. Yeah. And on that same note, if your favorite beer or cocktail of choice comes in a can, go for the can because they are squishable. Yes. Mm-hmm. They take up much less space, Crunch. completely and recyclable. Fun. And it is fun. Um, yeah. Versus glass, which takes up a lot of space. Of course, plastic bottles, those can squash down as well. And yes. again, recyclable. Uh, although you're, you're probably not gonna be able to do the automated machines because uh, those <laughs> need to read the labels. But yes. there are tons of recycling places that will yeah, take your squash things. Pound and, exactly. and you can get your, your CRVs back for that if you're yep. in state, of course. Uh, I don't think it's Nevada or Arizona that doesn't have yeah. the program. But either way. And one uh, last those, note. On, oh, uh, go ahead. I was just going to ask for those who have to drive for really, really, really long distances and don't necessarily live locally. Is there a close place to do that recycling? Like, is there something in California city or I relatively do believe close? There is a recycling place in California city, but don't quote me on it. Cause I would have to do a Google. The Google will answer your questions. Yes. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, the other thing is California city of course gets inundated with our garbage every year. Don't plan on dumping it at some random don't do that. Garbage. Yeah, don't do that. 
<laughs> in town. Um, there are places that you can throw your garbage. Uh, campgrounds will sometimes allow you to, you know, pay them a couple bucks to use yeah. their garbage. Um, uh, and Borax a lot of Bill, uh, I think large... has a dumpster. Also, if you're doing an RV dump that we yep. talked about in the last episode, like you could do it all one-stop shopping um, then. But yeah, on trash, I think that's just about it. It's just being really yeah. mindful about stuff. So if you're bringing like um, cup of noodles per se, you know, take the plastic off of that and then pack it. So then you're not right. throwing away plastic when you get on site. Yeah, cereal, um, you can take the bag outside of the yes. box. And then it packs um, flat against other stuff. Yeah. Um, things like that. You yeah, know, you can it, kind of pre-garbage before you get there yeah. and it makes a big difference. And then another thing we do with the Dukes of the Nuke is we, uh, you know, one of the rules of being in our tribe is everybody takes a bag with them. Mm-hmm. No matter what car Which you're I've driving. Which i many tribes. So it, yeah. it's good policy. Yeah, because, you know, we we have our own garbage that we make personally, but then we also have a tribe garbage. garbage and, yeah. and that actually adds up because, you know, people leave cans and stuff in our camp. You know, we're picking that up and putting it in, so in bags the next morning. So infuriating. Oh, it, it's, it's maddening, but it's, it's it's just part of it in a way. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, if people if, get forgetful, if, as we said, you know, neurospicy, like, ooh, squirrel, yeah. shiny, and uh, they <laughs> left their shit. Yeah. And the best of us can be guilty of that for yes. sure. Um, and so, yeah, we always have, you know, pilot garbage that is, that is group garbage. And so mm-hmm. everyone has to take a bag and that Which, means, you know, if you're driving your sedan, be prepared to have, have some a space. Bags. Yeah. Yeah. Save some space when you pack, because you'll be taking some garbage with you. Um, Which too, so let, if you're having a forward facing camp um, and doing a public facing camp with something to offer, um, bring a big, box or a, a yellow top bin, something like that, have it set out for when people leave stuff. Mm, like lost and found kind a, of thing. A lost and found kind of thing, because event doesn't really have one. Gotcha. So like, oh, I'm yeah. retracing my steps and I was here last and then they can find their stuff again. That's a good idea. So, you know, you clean your camp, but what about cleaning yourself? I feel like that's going to be one of the most important things that you do. What What's your best tips and tricks for that? All right. Um, the first thing I'm going to say is be okay with being a little gross because by day five, <laughs> we're all a little gross. That was not the advice I was expecting, but it is exactly the perfect advice. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of sweaty hugs. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's going to be a lot of- A little um, manky. In, yeah. A little bit of body odor. Yeah. Uh, and we're, you just got to kind of be okay with it. Yeah. But there's things you can do to mitigate that. Um, back in the past, people would say baby wipes, which are great. Uh, I found better product. Ooh, they're they're called adult cleansing wipes. They're for like people who are like wheelchair bound and things like that. So their caretakers can bathe them without fully dunking them. Right. So they're ah. big washcloth size and they're more durable. So you can get more surface. <laughs> oh, like nurse, I'm ready for my sponge bath. If that's what you want to role play. <laughs> Anybody comes at me like that, I'm just gonna be like, listen, no. <laughs> so when you get your spray ball and just no, that'll get you clean. But uh, one thing I've always done is at the dollar store, I'll get like a small bin or something like that and put water in that just enough and a cheapy washcloth and some ivory soap and just give myself a little bath in all the stinky places. I've heard it called a whore's bath. A whore's bath, you know. <laughs> a homeless bath, you know. Yeah. But it's, but it's so true. And just that little bit of like washing and rinsing, especially the spots that don't feel right. great. Especially right um, before you go to sleep is really lovely. Yeah. Cause you've yeah, got I'm, those layers of sand and dust and sunscreen on you that you're just like, I'm crunchy. 
my first year, I brought a camp shower because I'm mm-hmm. very prissy like that. Um, and <laughs> so, so while I was while I was having these wonderful, um, you know, daylight heated showers, uh, my buddy JD, uh, he just brought a simple bowl and a washcloth, mm-hmm. and all he would do is just rinse yeah. his face every day, and it made a big difference. It does. It makes all the difference. The temptation that I have for the other side of me to go aggressively historical information about this. Yes. <laughs> but I'm going to shove, I'm going to shove it deep yes. down, but just know People that that is also a lot an acceptable less in the way. Past. <laughs> it's an acceptable way to bathe. Yes. It's but, just spot cleaning. Yeah. Spot cleaning is great. Um, but also please for everyone's sake, this is not an anime convention. Please wear deodorant. <laughs> Wow, the shade of it all. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me And I'm it wrong. is interesting. So if you're not used to the desert, um, you don't sweat like you do on the east no. or, or north. Um, it kind of dries right away, which is also something to be aware of because you'll be like, I'm not, I'm not even hot. I'm not even sweating. Um, you are hot. You are sweating, but it's just evaporating it instantly. So fast, yes. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, it's a dry heat. Let me tell you, as somebody who lives where it is moist for like half of the year, that dry heat is... <laughs> crisp it's good stuff we are in monsoon right now in southern california and i will take dry over there's water in my air every 100 percent. yep oh i want you to come out here so bad (laughs) (laughs) i've been to louisiana that was enough oh yeah yep that's worse that's so much worse than tennessee yeah (laughs) the south in the summer is brutal there's a reason why mardi gras in the spring yes yeah (laughs) but also aside from just you know top and tails washing up uh those of us with longer hair um, you might find getting a hair wash by like day four. Make sure you have enough water set aside to do something like that, where you can give yourself a good, you know, scalp scratching head washing um, and just some real sh- simple um, lightweight shampoo or something to, to get the grit out. I mean, can make miles of a difference. Um, Sulfate-free shampoo, I will say. Use a sulfate-free shampoo. Uh, Some people will barter showers at the local hotel. I've seen that happen. So Yeah, and and some tribes will rent a room for the entire tribe and Mm kind of take turns going into town and having a good rinse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But again, you know, uh, for some people, you absolutely need it, especially if you're there for build and cleanup and all that. Uh, It's just nice to get a reset. If you're there for the long duration, it it makes a big difference. Uh, But it can break that that immersion Immersion, that we've built up. So yeah, (laughs) do it at your own peril of losing (laughs) storyline. But other things other than just keeping clean. I mean, um, if if you've got thunder thighs like myself, you might want some chafing cream, especially for wearing some shorty shorts. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Gets a little annoyed after a while. Uh Uh, Uh, And as someone with pierced nipples, uh, depending on what, um, kind of like costume pieces you're wearing. Right, like t-shirts are great for me. Uh, but if you're wearing, if I, if I try to push on, put on like some fishnets or something suddenly, yeah. Oh God. Or if I put on a military jacket with no mm-hmm. shirt underneath, um, yeah. I actually wore pasties for a day last yeah. year because pasties, of Pasties, body tapes are great. Um, also basic stuff like uh, sunscreen that you like everybody. I, I just go with the spray stuff, but some people want like the Aveeno, you know, specifically this or that because skin conditions, um, chapstick, uh, no brand necessary, uh, SPF for your lips. Cause I've gotten many a cold sore from getting sunburned. Mm. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Your, your, um, 
what am I trying to say? Your immune system is going to be in hyper alert. Yes, absolutely. Automatically. And mm -hmm. so everything's heightened. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, if, if you're going to fight anything or yeah. anything like that, it's going to be like kind of amplified in a way. It is. So just be, be prepared for all so, the things. And if you're, you're prone to the lip herp, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's these uh, cold sore patches that are lovely out here because they keep the grit and the sweat out of it and allows it to still stay moist so it doesn't crack and bleed on you. Right. So those are great and they're very cheap. Um, yeah. And thank you for, for being blisters. open about stuff like that. Cause yeah, oh, it's, it's something it's that a lot human. of people like we got, we, a lot of us have th th these issues and yes. um, you know, it's something we have to talk about because it's, it's a reality of right. being out there. And of course, if you're having a flare, like don't go and eating someone else's junk is a good idea. Wait, are you saying food or junk? I'm meaning down below the pants line. <laughs> that kind of junk. That kind of yeah. junk. Yeah. You don't want to spread yeah. things around uh, yeah, your normal, without meaning um, to. Sex education still applies yes. even though we're at a party. Yes. Yeah. No. For, and consent is always sure. key, of course. Mm -hmm. um, yes. You might I, find. But like, those are really good com like creature comfort items that oh, people sure. don't think about too. Also, if. Uh, you might find the hum of generators and stuff when you're trying to sleep to be too much. So some earplugs, an eye mask, um, those can help, especially as your brain does that half awake, half asleep thing in unfamiliar mm -hmm. spaces mm -hmm. until you get used to it. That can help you to wind down um, melatonin gummies, uh, probably not gummies because they'll turn into one big uh, Cronenberg creature. <laughs> of course, take a bite out of it. You know, I, um, not too big of a bite where you see the hat man. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't see the hat man. <laughs> Great meme. Um, uh, of course, also any medications you take on the daily, you're going to need out there. So that's your birth control pills. You don't want to get out of sync with those um, stuff. If you have immune system uh, boosters that you require, if you um, need a, a heartburn pill every day. I, I mean, as we're all getting a little bit older, these are all things we're dealing with. <laughs> yeah. You got to kind of consider all the things. All the yeah. Things. You need all of those you need little things that also you don't just realize stuff that like you need them. A, a second gen antihistamine because you might find that the sagebrush doesn't agree with your system that grows out here. So not a Benadryl because then you'll go see the hat man. Um, but something like a Zyrtec, <laughs> a Claritin, something like that. That's not going to make you sleepy. Yeah. Those are I just all of that stuff. Yeah. You realize it, how much you need it. As you do this, especially, yeah. yeah, you learn it. You don't want to learn the hard way doing it multiple years. That's mm -hmm. why this guide is impeccable and like probably one of the most important creature comforts that a good portion of the event doesn't really think about um, are like feminine hygiene products. For like, sure. You know, you have the parts that require that. That's going to be one of the most important things you need. Um, from personal experience, I can tell you it is not pleasant um for all the things and and it's it's a it's a pretty big list what what tips do you have well like the the cards that fun time the cards against humanity card why am i sticky <laughs> anybody <laughs> who has female though. who has female parts and has uh bled unexpectedly gets sticky um so um one of the newer things that i've seen are uh travel bidets that i saw posters so like that's a double purpose thing to buy now. So you can get the oh, front. I'm going to be Amazoning that immediately. Yeah, you can get the front and the back and then you're, you're nice and clean. 
you know, so oh, Deb's I, literally Googling so, right now. Sure, yeah, I literally just looked at my phone. I, was like, <laughs> I, I just today? saw that posted on Central like this week. And I'm like, oh, hell yes. But days got ridiculously popular during COVID. Yes. It was like everyone was getting a, de- a bidet. Yeah. My old it recommendation was, was getting like a, a ketchup squirty bottle and doing the same thing. Oh, heck yeah. So you can flush everything out. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. But if there's a proper tool, get the proper tool. If you're yeah, going to go that route, maybe buy like a fresh one and not like one that actually. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. I was talking about like the dollar store set that's like a ketchup <laughs> and mustard that are empty. Yeah, don't yeah. be don't be squirting sugary things up into the hoo-hahs. Yeah. I was going to say there's there's a few things we need to talk about here because. <laughs> yeah, um, I get wanting to be in theme, but there is a limit. Yeah, there's a limit. Um, so if you're a, a pad person um, or even a tampon person, don't dispose of those in the portos. Even though it came out of you, technically speaking, it doesn't need to go in the porto. They will find you and they will kill you. (laughs) Um, So bringing like uh, Ziploc bags, like the really thick ones, so you can put your used items in there. So then it's not being odorous over the next few days. And you can just kind of tuck that down in your trash. (laughs) Uh, Out of sight, out of mind. Um, Isn't there somebody, was it you? I don't remember who it was that that usually does a drive of like feminine hygiene products. Um, They make pre-made packages. That has changed hands years over the years. I believe it's now one of the medical folk, but don't quote me on this. But there have been those in the past um, that just have little like ant flow, unexpected visitor packs. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. But you know, that's the worst place. She shows up. (laughs) It's it's true. Um, yeah, and there was can't a, always predict it. There was a drive last year where certain tribes that would have um, some products available would mm-hmm. have a symbol that they would hang up, yes. and I believe it was a, a kind of like a water droplet, but it was red with a shark. Yes, uh, amazing. Yeah, so <laughs> that's something you can look out for too. But generally, wastelanders help wastelanders, so you can kind of ask around. But also keep in yeah. mind because you're moving more than you probably do at your office job and things like that. That. Um, Movement is going to help the cramps, but it also might make you flow a little bit more than you usually do. So account for extra uh, product of whatever flavor you use and change it more often because nobody likes a lot of moisture in that area when you're walking a lot. No, not that kind. No. (laughs) (laughs) Hail, you desert dwellers. The Dukes of the Nuke have been hard at work cleaning their rifles and polishing their chest ornaments and are in need of some R&R. But there's no rest and relaxation for these soldiers of fortune. Mm. Instead, they're getting risque and ravishing, raunchy and racy, and just a little radioactive. Because, whew, these shots are spicy. These rambunctious rascals are sure to leave you feeling randy and ready with some of their most revealing private portraits ever. The Dukes After Dark 2023-24 calendars are available now on our Kickstarter, but are in limited supply. So order yours today and we'll keep our butt stocks tight and our firing pins cocked. See you in the wastes. All right, so now that we lost 
Now that we lost all the guys uh, out there, we're going to talk about sexy time, but we're going to talk <laughs> about it in end. such a way Welcome that to it's not going to help. Sex ed, <laughs> yeah, even though it's sexy time, um, it's not. Uh, sorry, it's not going to get better yet, guys. Yeah. That's the moisture you do want. <laughs> that is though. Uh, so, so we're going to so segue right into sexy time. <laughs> we should have done this the other way around. We should have. We did, we did gross first and then the fun stuff. Listen, it's all natural. It's all life. We can't help it. Yep. You need one for the other. Mm-hmm. So uh, keep in mind that the stress of the environment, um, you might not be able to get the juices going as you want them to. So a little KY jelly goes a long way. It happens. Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel self-conscious about it. You're in a stress environment. Also, it's so dry. If you're not used to that dry environment, I can guarantee it is sucking all of the moisture out of you. Awful. Nobody wants chafing out there. No. Zero out of ten. And people do do fuck out here. What? No. They do. That that sounds like a lie. I don't think that's true. No, they do. (laughs) So... Um, even if you don't usually like wear a condom, if you're having uh, relation sex with the other person, even if you have sex with them all the time and you have a fully, you know, no tools relationship, wrap it up anyway, because uh, the different environment, you're introducing more yeast, you're introducing other things. And, you know, it can be a bad time when you get home. As things oh, have taken up residency. No. So, See, I told you guys this wasn't going to be as uh, as sexy as you thought. Did. But, but yeah, we're not talking about positions here. Yeah. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> so uh, if you also get UTIs on the regular, um, pregame with some cranberry supplements, cranberry juice and stuff like that, and really flush mm-hmm. yourself out beforehand can make a big difference, especially with, you know, wearing tighter clothes than you might be used to and stuff like that in your costume because you want to flaunt what you got. I found a second use for that bidet. Hey. Oh, hello. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, that might also come in handy, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're going to bring toys, uh, bring condoms for those. Make sure you're using uh, the right lubes so you don't break anything down unnecessarily. Um, Nobody wants foreign bodies on nobody, there yeah. unless like it's the right one and toy cleaner. We don't want small. And then those big baby wipes that I talked about before, those come in handy afterward for a cleanup crew. <laughs> Genius. Genius. And of course, There's so much stuff on my Amazon wish list right now, just from this conversation. I'm I like, love it. Okay. I love it. Now's the time to order that stuff. Um, and of course, enthusiastic consent is always the most important thing. You know, Abs- checking absolutely. with the other person. Do you want this? be everybody on the same page is so, so important. We're all adults yeah, you, here. Let's act like it. And you say enthusiastic because sometimes consent's not enough, especially if we've all been drinking or if yeah. you're imbibing in some other substances. Or if they're, um, I'm not sure. Like, that's not enthusiastic. Enthusiastic yeah. is like, it's not yes. Let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my God. All right, cool. So in, if um, I've given everyone nightmares thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, but yeah, let's, let's go into makeup because, uh, guys and girls all wear makeup there. So this is something that's a little bit for, for sure. everybody. Um, it's a pretty broad, uh, category. Like if you're wanting to do like airbrush effects and you want to have cool scars and prosthetics and things like that, um, leave that stuff to the professionals and don't try to do it yourself too much out here. You're sweating a lot. 
you know, you're going to get gritty from sunscreen and it's just going to be a lot rougher. But stuff like 24 hour creams, pencils, pens, make it smudgy. Um, the theatrical stuff is always great because it's been formulated for long wear and the lights and things like that. Um, I know that the body shop does a lot of stuff too. If you need, like if you need something in particular, they're pretty good about doing it. And I know they have their, their favorite paints and things like yeah. that. Their slots um, do fill up though. So keep that in mind. If you had your heart set on it, like you might not get a space. Yeah. I think over barter. the last few years they've been uh, appointment only. Yeah. yeah. And barter is great. They don't accept cash payments. It has to mm-hmm. be barter. Yeah. And, and any, cool. anything's cool. Yeah. Bring them something cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but also they've got hair specialists, makeup specialists, and um, over sometimes they've had people that can ha- kind of help with your costume a little bit, though yeah. I think that's been less so in the later years. Yeah. If you need help with that, just come find me at the Farlander camp. There you go. I got There's you. There's so many camps yeah. that will help you yeah. with your costuming needs. Like the yeah. restorationist will help get you dirty. Um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of tribes will, um, you know, get, throw some extra accessories at you or help you get dirty real quick. Cause we've got the supplies. I promise. Cause a lot of us are finishing up our costumes last yeah. minute. <laughs> <laughs> Bad planning. So Adept, I couldn't help but notice that you wear glasses. So what do you do, do for those out there? So I, I get that. I actually get that question from a lot of people because um, and you know, what's funny too, is at Wasteland, how many times, how many people do you think have actually seen my eyes at Wasteland? Almost none. Mm. I wear oh, contacts wear when I go. Um, I use dailies. Now, I'm going to suggest for contact wearers, just from my personal experience, if you have the capability to do dailies, do. Um, because having to try to clean them and put them back in the case with all that sand, your hands are disgusting. I promise you. Um, you're just, just do the dailies. Take them out, throw them away. But also, the reason most people don't see my eyes at Wasteland is because I wear goggles all the time. They're tinted almost black, so you kind of just become my shtick but it's it's a twofer i don't have to wear sunglasses because if you're photosensitive like i uh, if i have to squint for too long i will get extremely terrible headaches but also it's they do act as protecting my eyes and weirdly this is something weirdly i discovered my first year they keep the moisture in Mm -hmm. i know it's oh that's interesting i hadn't thought about that so you don't get dry my eyes tend to get dry yeah because it's all that the wind and again the air is sucking all of the moisture out. Fascinating. And yeah, like yeah. humans can acclimate to heat faster than cold. But when we're talking mm-hmm. about a five-day festival, it's not it's that fast. Yeah. yeah. It's rough. It's, yeah, it's true. But if you can't, if you can't wear contacts, then yeah. it, waste out your glasses. I don't know. I had, <laughs> I've, got, um, I've got big feelings about eyewear. <laughs> there are some. And if you guys are listening to this and you want to go this route, you're going to do it really fast. But like Zenny and a few other um, mm. eyeglass manufacturers actually have prescription goggles that you can buy. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a couple of years. Um, pay the extra for whatever you got to do to Photo. get like a good, the right prescription. Yeah. The photocoding. Um, yeah. yeah get all the coatings, those. get all the things because yeah. it's worth it. Um, but yeah, I, it was actually not last year, but the year before I got LASIK right before the Ooh. festival because I was like, I am not dealing with this anymore. <laughs> so smart. I, I would kill to get LASIK. I'm not kidding. As a lifelong glasses wearer, I, the, you know, in dealing with contacts and things that, and any historical thing that I do, anything that I do where I can't wear my super modern yet super adorable pink glasses, mm-hmm. I, I, I just am like, I don't want to think about it anymore. I just, right. Just shoot me in the eye with lasers. I don't even care anymore. Yep, it made a big difference. <laughs> yeah. Do, do recommend. <laughs> um, uh, and then definitely consider 
if you have prescription to anything, you're going to, you're probably going to want some kind of shades during the day or mm-hmm. goggles. Uh, but then mm-hmm. at night you need to not have that. So my prescription goggles were shaded. And at night I would go back to my regular glasses. And by the way, if you do wear glasses, that's kind of one of the things that you can get away with with your costume without necessarily being in theme. Um, yeah. For the most part, people can overlook that. But if you're going to wear sunglasses, do a little something to theme them out. Mm-hmm. Please. Um, you know, dirty please. the edges. Don't come in with like, you know, drugstore aviators because they just, they just look too clean. Yeah. It's, I mean, take one of the arms and like wrap some stuff. Oh, that's another story yeah. for another time. Yeah. Getting a, a costume, like, I a little will bit get of cloth, a little bit of string, uh, and a touch, a touch <laughs> just, of just a uh, paint just a will, will make a big difference. Yeah. But by that same token, too, what you had mentioned about the evening, too, is, again, if you're going to keep your contacts in, um, because I'm such a vain bitch that I'm going to keep them in, <laughs> I have a secondary, um, either yellow, which are, they're gorgeous, or clear goggles mm, to, again, nice. protect yep. my eyes. Because I, I feel like it gets worse at night. The the dust really gets kicked yeah. up, and I feel like it it's 10 times worse. So yeah. protect them eyeballs. You don't want to get, oh, my God, you don't want to get your um eyes flushed at medical and the friend that you just made who doesn't know your real name has to learn your real name that's embarrassing can't Wait. confirm i i got i got my eye scratched at neo and sawbones yep. had to flush me out and that was super okay. embarrassing i'm like me nice. of all fucking people really <laughs> tk at the same was one time. of the first people to learn my real name Bob, right? Shout out DK. Yeah, yeah, totally, Bob. At the same time, don't be shy because if you have something, go to medical, go to security. If you're feeling funky and you're just not right, just go get checked out. Yeah, wasteland is a very no judgment space, um, but especially if you took something, just let them know what you took. They don't really give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Let's um, let's go into some wildlife because it is the desert, and there are some living things there. All right. Do we want to start with the creepy crawlies or the 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 shellbacks. Oh boy. Start with the creepy crawlies because that's, we're more (laughs) likely to run into some creepy crawlies. All right. Uh, We do have scorpions out here and uh, September falls right at the heart of tarantula mating season. So if you see a tarantula creeping, crawling around, he's looking for spider booty. (laughs) 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 That's a male and he's looking to tap it. Nice. Oh God. (laughs) So you oh, can actually, the nightmares just came through. Yeah, but there. I have. I had someone point one out to me one time, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I don't think I've ever actually seen one, other than someone being like, "There is one right there," mm. um, and they are black light reactive. They are. So are the scorpions. So if you want to have some fun in the night, you know, you can uh, go hunting for buggies. Yeah. Um, one thing for sure: um, if you leave your boots outside your tent. Shake mm-hmm. out your boots before yeah. you put them on. Scorpion stings <laughs> yeah. do not feel good. They're worse than no. And as much as they give you the heebie-jeebies, though, they don't I give mean, a shit about anything you. with anything with more than four legs, and I'm I'm not having a great time. I don't care how <laughs> grossed out you are, leave them alone. Right. And don't speaking, be like, oh god, a scorpion, and stomp it. Right. Yep. That's not cool. And, and speaking of the tarantulas, because they're out and about and they're looking for love. The tarantula hawks also come out. If you played Fallout New Vegas, Cazadors. <laughs> I've, never, I've never played a single Fallout oh, okay. game. I'm sorry, I'm a fake fan. Uh, it's one of the enemies in the game, and it's this big wasp. Uh, the real ones have uh, this blue-black body and orange wings. They are very distinctive. Are you they talking about the bloat fly? No, or I'm talking about else. the Cazador. Oh, the, I don't the know if I ant, saw that. The angry flying a... ant-looking thing. Huh. Oh, funny, okay. Um, but they lay their eggs in tarantulas. 
Um, oh God, no! But if you see one and it lands on you, please do not smack it because you will regret your life. Oh. They have one of the most painful stings of all the cr- oh. creatures in California. So just like gently shoo it away. Good note. There's a YouTube video of a guy getting stung by one and he hated his life. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. He kind of did it on purpose, right? He did. He, he pissed oh. it off and stung himself with it. And went like, this yeah. was a mistake. I regret my whole life. I regret life. my decisions. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, if you do see a tortoise, it's unlikely because of all the noise. But if you see one, don't touch it. Go get somebody at command center right away. They're endangered species. You don't know what you're doing. You can kill the poor thing. Just leave it alone. Yeah. I think that's pretty much the advice for every living thing out there is yeah, leave, it alone. leave it alone. It's great the, advice. Yeah. The, the one thing that I would say we do and, I, I know some people bring out like ant spray mm-hmm. and don't, murder don't the ant colonies. Don't do that. Into don't the do that please. No. Don't do that. No. For us, we just like to leave a little tribute. Yes. Like just a little scrap of food away from camp, <laughs> not near someone else's camp, but between camps. Yes. And they will, uh, they'll actually involve themselves with that mm-hmm. and leave the rest of well, your camp there, alone. There's three kinds of ants that you're going to see out here. There's the really big ones that are kind of purple colored. <laughs> Um, those are bitches and they bite really, really hard. If you uh, end yes. up camped mm-hmm. next to those, the, get the fuck the el- away. The elusive Mojave bitch ant. Yes. Which <laughs> <laughs> is also my nickname. <laughs> if only we could all be so lucky to have such a great name. Um, <laughs> there's smaller uh, black ants. They love um, plant materials. So like sunflower seeds and stuff like that. They will happily mm. take your tributes. Uh-huh. And then there's red and black ants, and they also bite very hard. Yeah, so, the little fire ants. Ugh. Yes, so stay away from mm. those. So just look at what color they are. You know, black guys are good, purple guys suck, red ones suck. <laughs> yeah, and and for that matter, when you start staking things down, or if you're parking your vehicle, uh, take a quick look yeah. around and make sure you're not going right on top of an ant hill. Because yeah. uh, if you park or stake into or an ant hill, or a kangaroo rat hole, you can twist yeah, an ankle in a kangaroo up. rat hole. Yep. Which they're perfectly Ooh. harmless and they're super adorable. They're little oh, they're bouncy so mice. So oh my god, I love cute. them. I love them. <laughs> so don't be um, afraid. I mean, of them. they make they uh, well cute. Not a great pet. But no, they're not. Great I also pets. don't think pets are not going to be a thing here either. No, do not bring your pet, even your pet snake, your pet wallaby. You know, whatever. Unless you've been cleared by staff to bring an ADA animal, don't do it. Yeah, you might that's a, see that's a hard no on the pets. Hard you no. might see a couple dogs out there. Uh, those are working dogs or staff dogs, where the staff has been there for weeks and they will continue being there for weeks. Yeah, they've um, been cleared and have permission, and they're known entities. Yeah, uh, so. and just don't—it's not worth it to sneak in an animal or anything like that because it's not a great environment for most pets, regardless. Yeah, no, it's mm. super harsh um, out here. But yeah, there's also like coyotes and foxes, I think, right? There and are coyotes For the most part, they're going to leave here. us alone because they're going to be driven away by the noise and yeah. we probably won't see them. Yeah. Most everything is, I find. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen any anything but the little lizards. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. If you hear the distinctive sound. Oh, jeez. I know that sound. Fucking stop. Yeah. That's a bad sound. Don't move any further and find the snake. Yeah. Find the snake. That sound is a either a Western diamondback or Mojave green, both super deadly, very poisonous and very expensive to have antitoxin (laughs) stabbed into you. So just stop. 
And I might be wrong here, and correct me if I am wrong, but mm-hmm. for the most part, those rattlesnakes, um, they are not really aggressive until you step on them, touch them, get involved with if them. If you get within their, their personal bubble. Yeah. They're going to let you know, hey, you're too big to eat. Get the fuck away yep. from me. Yeah. And last year, I remember security was actually giving us a warning because they were spotting them quite a bit. But again, I don't think we had any real spottings during the event. I think once again, like once people get there, they kind of go away. They don't usually like the noise, but you know, it's just good to have in the back of your head. If you hear rattling to stop what you're doing and look. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially like under your car where it's shady and stuff like that, something might take Mm -hmm. up residence. So just be careful. We're here visiting their house. Yeah. That's nobody, nobody wants to poke around with those. Um, so all, all animals aside, um, <laughs> animals, I don't know why it's that. so funny. <laughs> feel free to use that. Give me no credit. Listen, I will be the one to make a strange word every time. Uh, there's, there's the animals and then there's the human animals yes. that we, uh, sometimes <laughs> encounter there. And uh, one of the cool things though, about the people at wasteland that I really enjoy. Um, and, and everybody gets a little something different out of wasteland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, in particular, I guess could fall into the quote unquote LARP camp, even though I despise that word with every fiber of my being, you don't like coming live from, action role play coming from a living history background. We call it first person interpreting. There is literally no difference. <laughs> <laughs> but so whenever I use the phrase first person, it usually just kind of means LARPing a little bit. Uh, but there are some people at Wasteland who who do enjoy that, myself included. I mean, I have a character. I, I go out there and I do things in character. What are your tips for interacting with sor- those sorts of people? I have my own, but I'm curious to know somebody who's been there a little bit longer than me by a year, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Makeshift has been there the longest of all of us. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to know what you guys' kind of feelings and and tricks and things like that for that situation, your experience and what you would pass on to other people? Well, for me, um, just this uh, past year, even though I've had my uh, wasteland name for years now, I broke up the MUSE part to be M-U-S-E with periods as an acronym for the Mobile Unit for Survival Education. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I often feel like, again, going back to Fala, I feel like a synth a lot of the time. I don't often fit in with people very well. So I feel like a, an AI in a meat suit. So <laughs> just pile it in that meat suit, pile in the meat suit, going out and studying the humans and teaching them to stay in the shade and drink water and eat pickles. Yes. So do you find that you like kind of the, the more interactive part with people, their characters, or do you kind of fall into the camp where you're just like, I'm just kind of going to hang out. You do you, but I don't really do that myself. I've never really personally been included in any of the LARP stuff. So I have no, no solid, um, point of perspective for it yeah for me it's it's actually you know the last few years i've, I've played more than ever because mm-hmm. i've been delegating <laughs> a lot more uh but also getting more involved with the tribe which has been great but um but yeah i, I think you know larp at wasteland is really fun because it's very low expectation you can jump in you can jump out um one of my favorite interactions was city buster talking to war chief grim and they and this was their first interaction at wasteland mm. and as they left it the year before, they were butting heads. They were not getting along. And so City Buster was inviting Grimm to his wedding and and Grimm was saying, no, uh, I'm not going to go to your wedding until we work out this business stuff, blah, blah, blah. Get out of my camp. I don't want to see you. Um, and then City Buster took two steps 
in character, like, okay, fine. I'll talk to you later. Um, and then stopped, turned around and they greeted each other as human beings, not in character, uh, with big hugs and how you doing. I love that. And for me, that's what Wasteland LARP is, Mm -hmm. is we do these micro scenes, uh, but then we're just hanging out. Um, and you'll see, you know, there's, there's some big planned LARP, um, mm-hmm. especially coming out of the slums. Uh, mm-hmm. There's been a lot of large scale LARP elements happening. Um, and, you know, those, they might stay in character a little bit longer. Uh, and what you'll notice is like two tribes might go head to head and one person will know the story from each of them. They'll run the scene and everyone else will just kind of agree with what their leader says. Mm-hmm. So you get kind of <laughs> yes, like those. Ending. Exactly. So you can kind of like. Get you know, this improv LARP without having to do a ton of work for it, which is fantastic. And you can always like go in and out. Um, yeah. So what do we call it? Like LARP light or something like that? Yeah. LARP, uh, LARP, LARP light. LARP yeah. Light. Yeah. But, um, a lot of people too call it shenanigans. Yeah. Shenanigans is automatically totally. shenanigans. Yeah. Like we're going off for shenanigans means like we got a storyline thing. We're going we off got to a do. thing to do. Definitely. And some, some camps and some tribes like the Farlanders, for example, we are super into the quote unquote immersive experience. Mm-hmm. Like Bridger, my husband put it the best. He was like, I'm not driving three days across the country <laughs> <laughs> to this amazing immersive environment to not play and i'm just like right legit legit yeah. so you know you'll you'll see bridger and bridger is very much bridger and he is very much in character and you know we but it's like there's a way that you can adapt doing first person to various people you can usually tell um with with different people like who is into it and who is really not into right. it and right. you just kind of have to adjust from there but right. on that same note <laughs> this is coming from an experience i had in 19 whatever was the year we put the helicopter on top of the nova (laughs) (laughs) if a member of staff like big staff says to you not right now don't keep doing doing it it. yes absolutely also keep in mind that we are playing at the event so don't actually become a quote-unquote raider and start breaking into people's things and being an absolute asshole and things like that, because that's a quick ride out of the event. That's right. That And that was something I meant to bring up earlier uh, when we we're talking about security. And you actually have this in the guide mm-hmm. is, um, you know, keep your stuff locked up when possible, out mm-hmm. of sight, because, uh, you know, this does not happen often. But we no, did have one character. opportunity happens. We had this one character years ago that decided he was a thief and he would steal things. And that was his character, which is a terrible, don't terrible do it character. Because <laughs> um, there are stealable items. But mm-hmm. unless someone tells you, you may unless steal this. Unless they're marked items, which they yeah. usually mm-hmm. are. They like, are. Don't fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Don't move things around. Some things are in play. And when you get there, you know, just talk to people and you'll figure out exactly what it mm-hmm. means. And you can always come up to the Dukes. I will literally show you our stealable item yeah. and be like, but don't steal yeah, it. And then Whatever turn your back you do. <laughs> yeah. I can go get more coffee. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, I think that was it. Yeah. Okay. We're caught yeah. back up. And if so you think that's with, quote unquote funny to do, you're not funny and you're going to make people not. a lot exactly. really upset with you. Yeah. that The the thief uh, is permanently banned from Wasteland, yes. just so in, if in case anyone so. was wondering. Um, well, and yeah, he lived stealing to be things a bad that, example, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and just to kind of wrap up LARP, um, you know, Wasteland is kind of between a, an all out LARP where you're in character the whole week mm-hmm. and like a Renaissance fair where some people are in character and other people aren't. Mm-hmm. But it is immersive, so everyone has to wear a costume, Everybody whether does. you're going to play a character or not. So, um, yeah, let's talk about what makes a good costume versus maybe not such a good costume. Okay. If your first thought is Wasteland 
X, be that Barbie or Barney or um, Teletubbies or whatever it might be, that's a bad place to start. A yeah, better place. That's actually great. Yeah. A better place to start is, okay, this person is X. So this person's a raider. This person's a storyteller. This person's a merchant. This person is just a survivor. And go with that core nugget and then start building off of that. Because if yeah. someone can look at you and tell what you're doing, then you've succeeded. Yeah, it's not so much cosplay as it's we are in a real post-apocalypse city right. and you have to be somewhat utilitarian. Yeah. I feel like too, which is very funny, uh, if you want to kind of fuse in the LARPing aspect of this too, if you think about the quote unquote character that you're doing, mm -hmm. it helps you to figure out what you're going to wear. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. How do you interact with this environment will definitely guide you uh, in kind of the direction of what, what clothing, what costume and how your aesthetic is going to be as it were. 100%. But also think about practicalities. Like you have to shit in a closet. <laughs> you don't want to wear 16 belts like some dumb bitch yes yeah, you chat. don't want to do that oh, you don't want to wear pleather be. pants that you have to peel off to use the restroom <laughs> like an orange yep. um you know you don't want a cape that can drip into the blue and then you have to throw it away forever um yeah. jumpsuits and unitards i feel like they, the they all have an are element. all being called out right now yeah. like <laughs> you left the door open um so things like that so th that element of practicality of, and I, I tell people all the time, it's like, okay, put on all your gear and then go into the smallest closet in your house and see if you can take off your pants. Yep. Yep. Well done. Without touching the floor. Without the touching the floor lava. or touching the walls <laughs> or anything. You have to just, if you can do that. I will say you too, uh, again, just, I feel like if you get into this hobby and you did some like Renfro or living history, you've got an edge on people. Yeah, definitely. Natural fibers, as many natural yeah. fibers as you can Linen possibly is infuse. Here. Oh, Cotton it's the best is wonderful. In the world. Uh, wool is It's not bad cheapy. if you use a tropical weight. Avoid silk. <laughs> Avoid silk. Silk is very insulating. Um, but also like have really good boots and not like buy them a month before. Like don't buy them now and start wearing them in. You need to have bought them yeah. in the spring and worn them. Mm -hmm. Insoles, if you need them, yeah. break them in a little bit. If I, you I cannot, to. as a heavier person, I cannot uh, undermine having memory foam insoles in oh, my boots. Oh, nice. And I have an extra pair. Magic. If I actually squish all the life out of these ones, even though they're fresh, you know, having extra ones to just slip in, just, ah. <laughs> 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 it's, it's good. Also, uh, rotating out shoes. So have your walking boots, have a pair of tennis shoes, have a pair of camp slippers. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. a, like some, some thong sandals are great for yeah. uh, something late night so your feet to the can Porto. swell up and relax yeah. and stuff. So yeah, then you can go on to the next, swell. next right. day. Yeah, yeah. I'll, t I'll tend to do build in like an old pair of sneakers mm -hmm. and then I'll wear boots for the event mm -hmm. and then I'll switch, switch back to sneakers at the end. Right. Um, and then definitely sandals for like when you're waking up in the morning, you know, before we're kind of like on, right. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, while you're mm -hmm. just like getting breakfast before the crowds really come to the city. Um, you can uh, sometimes I'll even walk around barefoot just to like breathe a little bit. Yeah. Just keep uh, in mind that that borax which, in which the is, sand yes, it's a terrible idea. We'll dry out your feet. So make sure you bring <laughs> yeah, some lotion no or something right. to, to hydrate. Definitely. Your feet yeah. But, but, um, Oh, go ahead. Uh, you'll hear some people say that blue jeans are illegal at the event and they're not. It's just a harder place to start because yes. if you've ever seen a color wheel, blue and yellow of the desert are exact opposites. So blue is going to pop, 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 pop. 
and just looks so out of place. So get brown denim, get green denim, get you know yeah. gray denim, something else that's not blue, and it's much easier. Yeah. And Goodwill and, honestly is your best friend. Oh, absolutely. Like it is so it is so easy to make costumes for Wasteland. It's the easiest thing I've ever made to had to make a costume for, and I've made all sorts of costumes. Mm-hmm. Wasteland is the best. It's it's surprisingly freeing. Yeah. But honestly, you and can cheap. really you can go yeah and cheap, and you can go pretty simple and still be okay. Just make sure your things yeah. are weathered. Make sure they look like they've been worn, mm-hmm. and just I mean, look at other people. Look at look at Instagrams. Look at the website. Look at photographs and get your inspiration. And that if way you're and not sure where year. to go, get yourself some cargo shorts and a neutral colored shirt. And guess what? You're Wasteland Basic, and the owner of the place lived in Wasteland Basic all this yep. time. So if yep, it's okay definitely. with him. It's okay for you. <laughs> yeah, but a little <laughs> bit of like spray glue, like headliner glue and some real dirt from your backyard um, can add a lot of texture. Oh, yeah. Um, scratching your things with some sandpaper or even just rubbing them on concrete can help uh, distress them really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I do recommend, though, is like, all right, so a lot of people will just start cutting holes randomly in a T-shirt. It mm-hmm. never looks good. Be really purposeful with where you wear out. Like, uh, do the V-neck on your shirt. Like, mm-hmm. wear that out. Wear your sleeves. Um, cut add off, dirt cut to off all the, the top edges. button of a button-up. Yeah. You know, plus yeah, sleeves. Where, right. where you would see wear. And I, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying not to. I'm keeping it there yeah. because this is, <laughs> I know. This is a subject we could do a whole that I really um, could go ham on. This, one thing so I love like, to do is put on the pants that you're going to waistline out and put pants on, or paint on your hands. And then where do you wipe that off on, on your pants? Oh yeah. Just yeah. wipe it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to do natural... a lot of my building in my costume yeah. because yep. naturally you're going to, you're going to have like some paint. You're going to have a lot of wear and tear that happens while you're wearing it. Um, and it, it does add some realistic, like real world wear to it. Um, and then if you have anything that's bright, like whites or grays, uh, a coffee bath mm-hmm. can can Super add a easy. lot of color really quick. A little quick. squirt and it's, of it's, like black paint in there yep. works And just fabulously. swirl it around. Yep. Awesome. Uh, and yeah, there are some really great costume tutorials online. Um, I've got some on the Apocalypse Post, especially mm-hmm. like last minute ones, because that's what I'm special at. I don't do the really good costumes. I do the last minute ones. Um, but also <laughs> check out uh, Nuclear Snail on yes. YouTube. He's got some really great tutorials. I was also going to plug my own group, the White Wasteland Craft Masters and Makers group. We have a Excellent. great bunch of people there to help you really uh, problem solve things. And also feel free to message me if you need inspiration or ideas or how to's. Mm-hmm. Oh, your inbox is coming. Here it goes. I'm so ready for it. I'm just, <laughs> it's my jam a lamb. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're getting, we're almost done with the list, but there's still a lot more to go through. So let's talk about nudity and photography at Wasteland. Um, okay. First off, as, as uh, part of the official photo video group, um, there are lots of cameras at Wasteland. Mm-hmm. So just be aware of that. Um, our rule on the professional side and and everyone that does bring their cell phone around to take pictures should follow the same rule is get consent um, if anyone is not fully covered. Um, and with the same token, if someone is doing like a performance like burlesque and whatnot, um, you're pretty much free to shoot that mm-hmm. uh, because they are performing. Um, so it's not like a Burning Man where it's consent no matter what. It's a bit more of a- Nuanced. Of a nuanced thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. If someone's performing, take yeah. shots because they're probably going to love you for taking those shots. And if you're not um, sure, but if, ask. But there mm-hmm. are things like the witch's walk that are, is going to happen um, on Wednesday night where mm-hmm. there's going to be some people that don't normally walk around nude and they will be walking around nude. And that's something where um, consent is very, 
key. Yes. Uh, I'll say, you know, I've already talked to them as a representative of the video crew, and we're going to have one video person there that's going to take some shots ahead of time before the walk with the people that are comfortable with it. So that's kind of the nuance that we're working with. with that. Um, But keep in mind that Wasteland is an 18 and over event. And the reason why is because there is nudity. There is burlesque shows. um, There is people uh, leaving behind, you know, their, their daily existence and, you know, being more of their core self of what they actually want to project out into the world with less um, rules. However, nudity is not a costume. Uh, it's a good way to get sunburned on some spots that you do not want sunburned. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Having some sunburn nip knops. No, oh, not no. feel great. I, I have a story that's even worse than just the nip knops. Uh, oh, hello. Uh, Very well, do share. fire roasted yeah. taco. <gasps> Oh, wait, what? Fire roasted? Yeah, because I think every part of my this, body this particular individual was only wearing boots and only her boots. And the I've light bouncing she up, is brave. Bouncing up from the sand got her where the sun doesn't usually shine. <laughs> oh god. So um, I can't being nude is not a costume. You can, you know, be topless for a little while if you want to. You can have assless chaps if you want to and incorporate that. Then again, all chaps are assless. Um, <laughs> but you know, there just, is a point where you're going to want to just be like, up, I'm you're a naked wanna... survivor is just not creative. That's a choice. Right. That's a choice. <laughs> yeah. There, I, I've seen some really great, um, costumes that just have like a topless element or they'll, they'll wear a wrap right. where it's, it's revealing Tasteful nudity, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just, just walking around fully naked, uh, actually spoils more than adds yeah, to the environment. It doesn't add anything. Um, and if you are going to walk around with no bottoms, uh, for any reason, and you plan on sitting in someone else's camp for any period of time, bring, bring a wrap or a towel, because uh, no one wants your bare ass on their chair. <laughs> yes, please. Golly, no. things. Some, uh, you know, I've been doing this for so long, and these are just something things Keep I your never ass think about. to yourself, if you please. I, yeah, exactly. I exactly. It doesn't matter if you're showering all the time. It's just not not yeah. fun to see someone sit in your personal chair. <laughs> now it's got um, their footprint on it. Yeah, but overall, yeah. Wait. Um, uh, nudity is not only allowed it, uh, and uh, it's not necessarily encouraged, but if you feel like you want to be more open, um, that's, that's part of the experience you can make for yourself, which it, is great. And a lot of people take advantage of that. And honestly, here's the thing. Wastelanders are very accepting and open. Um, I've heard from many people that, you know, they went topless for the event and, you know, never felt harassed, never felt judged. No. Um, and I think it's a really cool environment for experimenting with that if it's something you're into. And one that we want to continue True. to have so people feel safe so they can be their best selves. Exactly. Yeah. And if somebody says, if you ask for a picture, say, hey, you look really great. Can I get a picture? And they say, no, just, please just respect that. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I'm on my way somewhere and I have my hands full of pizza. That is not the time I want my picture taken. Wasteland and, pizza box. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And for, Don't be mean about it. And for my bros that might uh, sway uh, a little into the uh, uncomfortable zones, um, someone being topless is not a reason to go give them hugs or touch or any of the above. It's consent for all the things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, smoking and vaping is the next thing on your list here. It is. Uh, you can smoke and vape at the uh, event. There's no like set aside space to do it. Like there would be, let's say, like a Ren Fair or um, your like town festivals, things like that. Um, have a container for your butts. Um, uh, an old mug. Which we were just talking about with the towel. 
Yes. <laughs> well, your cigarette butt specifically. Um, have a bag. Have something to put it in. Don't just like drop it and crush it and leave it, please. Because you're yeah, introducing really foreign creative... material into the environment that the animals don't need. I've seen some really mm-hmm. creative ashtrays that people will wear. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen a belt buckle that opens into an ashtray. Um, some people will keep one pocket specific on their cargo, whatever. For their um, ashes, That is yeah. just for, for ashes and, and other moop, which is matter out of place, which is another thing we borrow from Burning Man. Burning Man. Yeah, matter out oh, of place. Yeah, that's that's Burning Man. we got to come up with a better one. one for Wasteland, which is probably just Pick garbage. up your shit. <laughs> ask, ask Bridger. He'll come up with something. He's clever yeah, like that. that's a good one. Oh, yeah. Pick up your shit. Poise. <laughs> but yeah yeah don't don't run with that yet um, but, you know <laughs> we're gonna um, put that one on just be courteous too like pe- some camps might be smoke free preferably so uh-huh. ask before you light up there because somebody might be asthmatic and have an issue with it in their space things of that nature um speaking of smoking in california you can't get flavored products oh that's right they did away with that what they this year or last year this year or last it year it was recent yeah, yeah. Uh, as of, uh, and you can't purchase them if you're under 21. So if you can buy them out of state at 18, you can't over here. Um, wow. It was August, 2020 that that rule came into effect in California. Got it. Yep. Um, other things is if you go to the grocery store, you're going to have to pay for your plastic bags or 10 cents a piece. Um, if you're coming in from out of state, you must declare your fruits and vegetables. You may be asked and Buy your wood if you're going to be doing any campfire cooking style. Buy it in-state because of uh, insect transfer and things like that. We try to keep our, our fruit trees and stuff nice and uh, healthy so you can have that almond milk. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll also add, uh, get your gas. If you're coming from outside of California, oh, get absolutely. your last gas Fill before you cross the border. state line <laughs> if you're coming from Vegas. Needles. Or needles. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But like, even needles. Gas needles gouges a little bit. Is. So it, you oh, got to yeah. stop one exit before needles. And don't stop at the, what's it called? Um, the gas oasis. The fast trip. The oasis. Somewhere along, yeah. somewhere along the, the 40, yeah. we stopped there quite a few times. And yeah. <laughs> It's the most expensive gas in the whole ride. Yelling. Yeah. yeah, it was a few years ago um, where we thought $5 gas, a gallon was expensive. In Boron, they just opened a new pilot um, truck stop. So you can get a shower there. You can fill up nice. your gas there. Ooh. Oh, and it's great. real close to site. So it's uh, another great option. One, one other thing I'm going to add for the uh, non-Californians, uh, and this isn't even a California versus anywhere else issue, but mm-hmm. um, uh, some camps will still ask you to wear a mask in their camp uh, yes. and just do your best to uh, accommodate them. Po- politely accommodate or don't, oh, don't, don't give them shit for it. Just uh, yeah. move on. Uh, there are a lot yes. of people with immune problems and things like that that come to the event. So, you know, if that's how they have to rock it to survive, then yeah. that's what you got to do. Right. Yeah. A lot of people with immune uh, that are have immunocompromised conditions, yes. um, they're already on the edge yeah. just to be there. Um, and so and their you know, body's already in survival mode. So just introducing yeah. even like a common cold could really wreck them for the next several months. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Yep. All right. I think that's it for the California stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, if it's illegal, it's illegal at Wasteland. Um, yes. Keep that in mind. Uh, however, uh, California is a, a green state, so if you partake yep. in the green stuff, you're more than welcome to. But the smoking rules still apply. Please don't light exactly. up if yeah. somebody asks you not to, because that stuff yeah. smells yeah. differently than cigarette smoke. <laughs> and some people react poorly yeah, to it. Some people are allergic to it and, mm-hmm. and things. So, so uh, if you want to partake, may I suggest something like edibles instead that make you smell? 
Well done. <laughs> Uh, and, and yeah, since we're kind of there, if you are going to partake in uh, such things, <laughs> um, you know, be a little extra cautious because just like alcohol, uh, and I don't know if we talked about that yet, but alcohol has quite the extra effect oh, on yes, you there. Oh, yes, it does. And some other things can too. Yes. Um, so, you know, hydration is important. Um, you know, the, we're talking about altitude, heat, yeah, we're hydration, at a higher elevation all the above. than most people, unless you're coming from like Colorado, of course. Um so the higher elevation, the high UV, the dryness. So when you're usually like a three beer or a guy, a night guy, and you don't get anything, like one beer might suddenly yeah, get might you there. It. Yep. Um, so just go slower than you think. Don't don't go super hard, super fast, because uh, <laughs> right. You'll get and just like the heat makes you think that you don't need to uh, eat. Uh, mm -hmm. When you drink early, especially, it makes mm -hmm. you think that you don't need to drink water because yeah. your body's like, oh, I am, I'm, I'm having liquids. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just make sure uh, that that old rule of like have a glass of water for every drink you have. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. It's more like two or three yeah. waters for and every don't, don't drink. Don't start liquor before the sun goes down. Yeah. Liquor after yeah. dark. And um, there are some camps that do have uh, bars available, especially mm -hmm. if you are friends with that camp, um, including the Atomic Cafe. Yes. Um, and I don't know if the Atomic Cafe does this, but I know that most of the camps that do have alcohol available will also have non-alcoholic drinks available. So Every time I've uh, gone to the Atomic as a non-drinking person, they've given me a non-alcoholic drink. Oh, so. that's great. Fantastic. Yeah. So Love if you are them. a teetotaler or just trying to take it easy for the night, uh, um, feel free to ask and there's no shame. Yeah, for sure. Like, And if somebody gives you crap for it, like you don't need to hang out with them anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. All right. So um, you didn't let's pay three hundred dollars just to go get fucked up. I mean, come on. It, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and um, that's another thing. It's become very strong wasteland tradition to have like Thursday and Friday kind of be the party nights, but then to take it easy on Saturday. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because you want to. You got to get up fresh. the next day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you can and pack, if you can, when the sun goes down Saturday, start pre-packing when it's yeah, nice do, and cool. Get a couple things done. Like break, I'll, break. I'll be too busy killing makeshift on the Thunderdome Saturday oh, night. Saturday but, uh, night, Thunderdome, I mean, our, our makeshift versus attendees. adept. I'm going to bribe the Thunderdome people to let us in early. So right when the fights start, be there. Be the person there. Because adept, adept is going down. Oh, you think. Fight <laughs> you for think. the ages. I'm undefeated. Oh, God, I just jinxed myself. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Hyped, hyped, hyped. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, Wasteland is, oh, shoot, I did the measurement. It's like a quarter mile by a half mile, give yeah. or take, uh, for the entire event site. So you can walk around, but uh, let's talk about getting around Wasteland, especially if you're way out in Tent City. If you're way out oh. in Tent City, like there's a slight hill before you get into the city. And after a while, like that just becomes suck. Like yeah. even, even when you're fit, it just, I don't want to, <laughs> but exactly. you'll see lots of cars going around and stuff. Uh, the theme cars, especially uh, you can flag one of them down and they might give you a ride. Just tell them where you want to go. And usually they're more than happy to they're, It's just part of their experience and their enjoyment to be a taxi service. So take advantage. Yeah. People like Travis Blank and Baker, who um, mm -hmm. he drives his, Mad Max ride around oh, and yes, it's this giant camper on a truck chassis with a car body tucked in between. And that's what he loves to do. Yeah. He just wants to drive around and give people rides and talk to them and show it off. Um, and uh, it's just so super fun when I'm carrying cameras around, or even if I'm just trying to get to the other side of site, stick out your thumb and mm -hmm. somebody will pick you up. 
Absolutely. And take advantage. Uh, keep in mind that that service does stop when the sun goes down for safety because everyone's kind of wobbly at a certain point in the night and things like that. So no drinking and driving, of course. Um, and five miles per hour. And five miles an hour or less. Um, but if you can do it too, like small vehicles, uh, old Honda ATC three-wheelers, quads, mini bikes, uh, tractors, those are all great forms of transportation that let you get from point A to point B. And, you know, if you're wise with it, you can do a whole event on a tank of gas. Can't be that with a stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the uh, the bicycle has become a thing. Um, just yeah. make sure that whatever ride you're trying to bring, especially if you're going into the city, just do a little bit of wasting on it. Absolutely. Um, some uh, some spray paint, some rust effects. Make sure you have fat tires on your bicycle and you have yeah. puncture guards because there are goat heads. We talked about earlier. Those goat heads. Uh-huh. And they will flatten a tire. They're not just the tribe that has a wonderful stage and um, a foosball <laughs> tournament. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Looking I haven't played that. yet, uh, but foosball is my game. And uh, I'm, I'm definitely getting in there this year for some foosball. They 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 got me because they said it was backwards foosball. And then I, <laughs> I walked up to the table and I was like, no, these are correct. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay. they kind of come and cheer you on. Yeah. So speaking yeah. of tribes, um, most tribes have a custom cap, right? Yeah, a lot of them do. Most, but then there are weird snobby tribes <laughs> that don't ever want to use caps, and they'll use literally anything else. I Weirdos. I can't think of a of a single tribe who that it's us. It's us. I haven't <laughs> seen a Farlander cap. The Farlanders do not have caps. We will do How literally bizarre. anything else. Well, they're in a different else. ecosystem because they're uh, you know. Way out east. I, that I don't, wanna, I don't want everybody. That's a good listen. I'm reason. the kind of person. I'm just everybody does caps. I don't want to do caps. We'll have some fun stuff this year, though, especially good. if you do the gas game. But speaking so. of caps, um, usually they're custom printed, so it's not like Corona caps or something like that. Like um, <laughs> those do trade, but they're not going to be the same value. These are like um, personal cards and things like that, or they're they're tokens, trading card, that kind of a economy thing. Uh, my fridge is almost half covered now with bottle caps that I've nice. collected. I love that. Over the so years. Cool. I buy one inch magnets. And just gl- oh, hot glue them inside. No, don't even hot glue them. Just stick the magnets oh, to the end and stick. just stick it to the Brilliant. fridge. Oh, so then I can I rearrange that. them and put my kids' oh, like announcements yeah. and stuff up. And That's a little, so fun. A little wasteland all year round. <laughs> I love but, it. But Amazing. aside from caps, because some people are unusual and don't have them. Um, <laughs> Uh, the Last Chance Casino, I'm not sure if they're coming this year or not, but they have their own cap that's uh, recognizable. Um, some people will barter for caps. And there's other people who do other forms of currency, like Coyote Canyon dollars or other things like that. So just be aware that there's several different kinds of currency running around that you can use for barter at times. And yeah, the last chance casino is on the map, so they are going to be there. Yeah, so those will be the orange caps that are like punched and that kind of thing. Yeah, they look kind of beat up. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, of course they have no cash value. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can go earn caps at the casino or trade for them throughout the waste, and then you can go play casino games and all sorts of stuff uh, with them. Yeah, I remember our first year, I wasn't 100% sure on the whole concept of the uh, Last Chance Casino. I was like, I'll just just start collecting bottle caps. That's that's a genius (laughs) idea. And then I realized that they were specialized. And I was like, "Mm, never mind. (laughs) They didn't plan ahead. So it is important to remember they are specialized. Yeah. And the company we use is usually Bottlemark. 
Yeah. Yes. Bottlemark.com. They love us. And um, yeah. if you mention Wasteland, you'll usually get some kind of a special message. Yes. For which sure. is great. Um, but yeah, a, a few other tribes have also created some currencies. What other currencies have we seen out there? There'll be a new one this year. Oh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> you'll, just have to, you'll just have to come uh, come do the, the gas mission for the Farlanders to see. Uh, or maybe barter for something or else. And you'll just... I'm very excited uh, to introduce them. Got a little sneak peek on my Facebook, but oh, you'll have to it. get a little bit more of the lore. Uh, there's also Undertown has Coyote Canyon bucks, mm-hmm. I yeah. believe. It's highly inflated. Uh, They're almost worthless. Highly. <laughs> Watch out for the fog, frog inflated. jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but who's, who's another tribe that has cat has money? I don't. Um, the Juggers in years past have um, done gold bars uh, and gold oh and silver God. coin. Amazing. Um, yeah, uh, and that that was a fun year. Yeah. Was the year that um, we were still at war with the Juggers, and so um, I made it my mission to collect as much of their gold as possible, and basically bought out the entire market. <laughs> and I ju- <laughs> and I just handed it to Grim on like Saturday night, and it was like most of the gold. And then it was uh, two years later. I told uh, City Buster that I did that. And he was like, that's where it all went. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, because there was the bank. It was a guy on stilts and he actually had like trade values yes. for all the currencies. He had worked and I went up wow. to him and I was like, do you have any jugger gold? And he was like, yeah, let me check the the trading value. And um, it was pretty low at the moment. Mm. And I was like, I'll take it all. <laughs> It's like some Animal Crossing nonsense. Do you know oh, who's going to so, be here this year? Because I want to get our Farlander. I don't know. It's been too. kind of like random. Hit and miss, um, yeah. But yeah, certain tribes will have, um, they'll have like trading currency values um, depending on, you know, how interested someone is in doing that. Because yeah. it can be a bit complicated. I know way still... back way back when there was NCR dollars, but that was a long, oh, long time yeah. ago. Right. That's yeah. been a minute. Yeah, the NCR hasn't been there in a little bit. But there is someone mm-hmm. still kind of holding down the theme. They're just not the NCR tribe, I yeah. don't think. Maybe someday they'll come back. Someday. Yeah. Um, we'll hope. And what else? There's a bunch of other stuff to barter too, like just random things, especially useful items. To- oh, right? for sure. Uh, sealed things like uh, toothbrush kits, because, you know, that's the one thing you always forget, right? And then you're like, oh, I have the mankiest breath. Um, mm. Sunscreen tubes, dry shampoo. Uh, also, shiny things. Wastelanders are kind of crow-like, so we, we like bangles and shinies and and yeah, goggles, sure. hats, uh, things you can wear right away, patches, pins. Personalized things, Personalized too. Things. Something that you put effort into. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and along with that, if you need something, ask for it, yeah. and someone might trade you for it. I've, I've definitely traded out like a gallon of gas mm-hmm. um, and gallons of water, um, uh, some some beverages to tribe mates. Yes. I, I, I bartered <laughs> for kind of uh, fixing someone's motorcycle. Oh, very nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Their spark plug yeah. was gapped wrong. So I had to fix it. Yeah. Um, there is barter town, which is actually like cash vendors. Yes. Um, so bring, bring cash because um, they got good uh, stuff. digital, digital payment methods don't necessarily work there. Yeah. The internet is um, pretty hammered out there. So don't rely does. on it. So yeah, some of them will have it. And some won't, but yeah, bring, bring lots of cash. Which is another um, thing. If you're going into town runs, bring cash. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been reports in the past of uh, card skimming and things like that. So just mm-hmm. don't oh, yeah. be, yep. you know, pretend it's yeah. 1995. <laughs> right. Um, but since Barter Town is mostly cash mm-hmm. sales, the funny thing is tribes will have barter tables that are barter only. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can 
you can find a lot of like barter only around wasteland, which is straight up barter. And I, um, actually last year and the year before I forgot my reusable cup. And so I actually went to a barter table to get one, which is great because people have stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and what else? Um, all right. So that's pretty much our bartering things. Just kind of be open. Um, anything can happen. You know, there might be a currency you've never heard of. There might be some barter abilities that you never would have thought of. Uh, just be open-minded and kind of go with the flow. And the last thing you've got on here, uh, before the checklist, um, is wasteland names. So, I gave myself mine. Um, not everyone chooses their own name, but yeah, kind of not give me everybody a, a does. once over. Um, you might hear from some veterans. It's uh, like, you have to have your name given to you by another wastelander. Boo. I gave myself if mine. If you want yeah. to do it that way, no one's stopping you. Yeah. But if you want to call I yourself. I will give you a weird name. If you want to call yourself Skullfucker McGee, go for it. <laughs> McGee, but you better live up to McGee it. Is the McGee really necessary, though? Yes. You better live up to it. You better live up to <laughs> it. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> that's a moniker that deserves respect. You know? I feel like some of the best ways. Even though she's only though, four foot tall. Yeah, she's a skull <laughs> fucker. Uh, I feel like the best wasteland names really come with a bizarre story, though. Oh, th- those are the very <laughs> best ones. I've given up many, many a name uh, to people. Same. Mm-hmm. I should not be allowed to give out names because that's how Crybaby got his name. Yeah. Crybaby, Bop It, Mudflaps, Pantaloons. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can kind of, um, you can either make up your own name or if someone gives you one and you accept it, just run with it. Yeah. Um, if someone gives you a name and you don't accept it, just let them know. Uh, to like, I don't like that, that. And yeah, yeah. go on. Yeah. That, that happened within our tribe. Um, you know, I tried to give someone a name. It was... Uh, not a derogatory name, but it was a joke name, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she, at one point, I I called her that name, and and she was like, yeah. didn't 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 respond well. And I was like, wait, mm-hmm. t- uh, do you not like the name? She's like, no. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. I, I won't I won't call yeah. you that anymore. And I was like, do you do you have another one? And she told me the name that she chose, and I was like, oh, then that's what you are. Yeah, that's your and, name now. Congratulations. And that's pretty much how those conversations should go. Like, don't force a name on no. anyone because we're not trying to spoil anyone's good time. No. And I, yeah. uh, one of the other services I provide is I do do a Wasteland Census, which is a collection of people's Facebook names and their Wasteland names so you can find them later. Oh, that's awesome. Or you can just yeah, fantastic. have them both be the yeah, same like, thing. I'm looking for Skullfuck McGee and her name is like Sarah Smith. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, that is very helpful, though, because I don't like I don't do great with remembering mm-hmm. Who is who? Right. Like I, I will know you by your wasteland wasteland name so much yes. that you tell me your wasteland name, and I'm like, uh huh. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Every time. Every time. So it's just like in one of those uh, things where you know I saw a niche and I I filled it with a, a service, and that's kind of been my gig for years. Once again, coming in clutch with those Google Docs. <laughs> They're free. <laughs> <laughs> they're free i also feel like though that this is kind of a particular thing and i'm just gonna put this out there because whatever don't judge me i Too feel late. like if you do oh man um you do there are some people that don't want to be called their actual name that way oh absolutely right. just respect it, that it, it breaks like, their immersion. i had a couple people who happened to know the secret mm-hmm. call me that and i got really upset yeah. i was like that was shitty because first of all if you do know me you do know that most people don't know who I actually am and I would prefer to keep it that way because I'm cool like that, but also I've developed like a thing. Right. This is my persona when I'm here, I'm on vacation. This is who I am. And that's exactly. totally legit. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and respect that. If somebody's like, 
Don't yeah. do that. Like, don't do it as a joke because yeah. it's not funny. Right. Yeah. Some people have like highly corporate or government jobs um, where yes. if these if they if they get dead named or if like oh, yeah. compromising pictures of them come too. out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, be respectful of, of people who have changed themselves into who they want to be. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and what you, I think what you're saying there is people represent themselves a lot of different ways. Yes. Um, and yeah, just that, let them do what they do um, and like, celebrate if, if it. If somebody called me by my actual alone. name in the wasteland, I would be pretty confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your name is Muse. I answer to that way more readily than I do my actual factual name. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. Awesome. Well, that pretty much gets us through the um, Mojave Muses Guide to Survival. There are some, there is some more information on there that we didn't touch on. Uh, Obviously a lot more details that we didn't have time for. And the most important thing is Muse, you've got a few checklists here, like before you leave. Yes, sir. Um, uh, and I'm just going to kind of brush through those really quick, like check the weather, make sure your car is ready to go, to go. Yeah. bring, bring your um, passport insurance cards and your tickets, that kind of thing. Yeah. There's no printer there. So no. print your stuff ahead of time. <laughs> um, Digital uh, is fine. Write, Paper is better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, write your name on your cell phone case, stuff like that. Yes. Um, uh, and take then, of a course, picture of yourself in costume. And then in the text editor in your phone, put your name and where to find you as your lock mm. screen. As your wallpaper. Yeah, yeah. as your lock screen. So it's then they go, oh, it's this it. bastard. I got to go find them. Yep. Um, but if you do lose something, Wasteland does keep a lost and found. But here's the rub, guys. It's not for it's long. It's only until about noon on Sunday. And then the lost and found is closed. Yes. And if you don't pick it up by the time you leave, you will not get it. Um, of course, that. They, if it's a cell phone or really valuable something or some keys, they're going to hold that. But like your cups and your costume pieces, yeah. those are getting donated. Your bangles, um, your, your, your stuff. It's just stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's valuable to you, make sure yeah. you But if it's uh, check, something check that's it precious you to you, like your grandpa's war medal or something like that, don't bring don't, it. Just the don't desert likes to take trinkets and, yeah. you know, that might yeah. be what it chooses. Yeah. They'll drop right yeah. in front of you and be covered in sand first thing. Yeah. Um, but also um, there's a printable checklist of gear at the end. So um, not only am I going to link you to this guide of survival, but I'll also give a separate link to that checklist because it's super helpful. Even if you've gone every year. I still use uh, it and I've done yep. this for years. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. So I'm going to give you guys both a chance to just give one last message out uh, and Muse, I'm going to have you go first. All right. As we are in the middle of August when this is being recorded, now's an excellent time to start drinking a whole lot more water. You want to be a nice, plump person full of water by the time you get out here because <laughs> you don't want to be starting off as a raisin and trying to work your way up. First day dehydration headaches suck balls super hard. Yeah, hydration kind of takes practice, doesn't it? Does. It, it like, does. Like you can actually build up your hydration. Yeah, so now's a great a time to start that. Um, if you haven't worn in your boots yet, well, you're behind the game. Get started. (laughs) Wear them every day. (laughs) Yep. Awesome. All right. Adept. What do you want to tell the survivors out there? Survivors, if you like myself and many others are flying to Wasteland this year and have done many times in the past, also create your own checklist. Now is the time to be buying your plane tickets. If you haven't already, please do not wait any longer. Trust me on that. Make sure everything can fit in a suitcase. If you cannot fly with it, please send it with somebody or ship it to somebody. 
Um, and you are going to want to hydrate as aggressively because flying adds another layer of dehydration. So get it together, get your stuff packed, get your luggage ready, take over the world. Yeah. And on that same note, if you're planning on renting an RV, you're behind as well. Uh, so get on that uh, and definitely check out Outdoorsy. I use an Outdoorsy RV for Neotropolis and it worked out perfect. That's just like the Airbnb of RV rentals. So <laughs> rather than getting it from a big company, you can rent it from an individual, um, which could be good or bad. <laughs> but for me, it wor- mm. for me, it worked out really well. Don't panic. I, we did it. Yeah, we don't made pa- it through the list. Yeah, don't Yes, fine. don't panic. You're more capable <laughs> than you think you are and it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. When in doubt, um, team up with your neighbors, make some friends. Um, the, the wasteland, while the wasteland does not provide wastelanders do provide. Um, and so, you know, just speak up if you need to, um, and just have a lot of fun. That's what it's all about. We're here to have fun. It is fun. You're here to have fun. If you're not having fun, you're not doing something right. And you should probably not do it anymore. Yep. (laughs) And if you Uh, do find that that it's not for you, it's totally okay to leave. Don't feel the sunk cost fallacy that oh i spent all this money i have to do all five days like if it's not your vibe when you get here it's okay yeah yeah uh and this comes from chops bailey uh from years ago but party medium is uh, always good advice uh which basically means you know have a good time but take it easy because if you're too drunk to remember it then it wasn't worth it yep All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up, guys. If you have any questions, feel free to um, leave them below as a comment, and we'll do our best to get back to you on those. Of course, you can find all three of us on Facebook, and there are tons of um, materials that you can look into. Wastelander Central is probably where you're going to get the most information on Facebook, but there's also the unofficial rideshare, Tribe LARP, um, and 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 lore pages. Um, there's Wastelanders Unite if you want something a little bit less official. Um, and of course, there is the uh, Wastelander Basic Training Facebook page where you can Cannot ask even the stupidest enough. questions. Yeah. 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 Ask the dumb questions there. Um, don't a- ask the dumb questions on Central. Unless you want to get roasted. <laughs> yeah, you will get absolutely roasted. But if you're on Basic, there's a 90% chance I'm the one answering your question. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But uh, super excited for all you guys that'll be out there for the first time. You're going to have the time of your lives and hopefully find something that you're going to love for the rest of your life. Um, and for those of you one returning, I uh, can't wait to see you there. One of us. Oh, one of us. Wasteland has a way of just getting its claws in you. Uh, and I gotta It'll say, Neot- Neotropolis is the same. Both of these events are great. so fun. Um, yeah, and feel free to this this guide is going to work for Neotropolis for the most part too. Which I do have uh, a Neotropolis a survival guide as well. Oh, with a few little edits in it. A few cool. little edits and a little more cyberpunk flavored and a little more geared nice. for cold weather camping. Oh, fantastic! I love that. All right, guys. Well, as always, um, subscribe to this show wherever you're listening, whether it's on YouTube or on your favorite podcast player. Uh, It's in most places. Um, And leave a thumbs up if you can. It helps the algorithm. And feel free to leave comments and questions. Uh, And of course, if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends. And if you hated it, share it with your enemies, along with a bag of your stinkiest garbage for them to take home. Good God. Thank you guys so much for being on today. Make sure your period pads are in there too. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Make sure yeah, this, this is was wonderful. I'm so it. glad I got a chance to be on here. Absolutely. All right, survivors, until next time, stay alive. <laughs>